This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello everybody and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red podcast with me, Ian Doyle. Joining me today is not our full-time Liverpool correspondent, James Beard, but Beard, both home and away. He's very much still away. How many days is this now? He's on a 10 day. He so is, I think he, he's yeah. on about this day 8th, maybe. Yeah, it didn't stop him going on the NFC press box, though, did it? Oh, no, no it didn't he, stop him doing it. It's almost like he gets paid £100 to go for that. He's been the gym every single day. He's been off. There's a fact. Bumped really? Bumped into him in the gym the other day. Are you suggesting yeah. that you've been in the gym as well? No, I've been in the gym twice. He's been every day. Somebody mm. told you? No, no, he's, well, he did, he did tell me that, but I believe him. I believe him. Uh, as you I miss him. You miss him? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's fine. Okay, great. But you do refer to him as God, don't you? Yeah, James Pay is the God. Okay. Meanwhile, back in the real world, uh, as you can probably tell, I'm joined by Joe Rimmer. Hi, Joe. Hi, Ian. Also, Theo Squires. Hi, Theo. Hi, Ian. The most Bolton member of our sports desk. You yeah. didn't think I was going to say it, did you? I still and, the best one, isn't and it? And <laughs> we are also joined by Kiva O'Neill. Hi. Uh, Hi. How are you doing? Good. Good. Joe never asked how I was. In fact, no one did. No one did. But what, <laughs> it's good. I know, yeah. but what yeah. we will continue now, though, with is a special Blood Red podcast because we are doing a Q&A. We've been asking for your questions. We're going to get through as many of them as we can. And this is in no way uh, an example of us just filling time because we can't think of anything to speak for ourselves. Is one of them, what is your favourite tunnel? Uh, one of them is not what is your favourite tunnel, Damn. although there is a cheese-related question, which we will get to a bit later on, which I'm looking forward to seeing what you say about that. Now, Joe, our first question is from friend of the pod, Sam Williams. Hi, Hello, Sam. Sam. Yes. And he says, does Klopp see a future for Gruwich and or Wilson? Marco Gruwich. Harry Wilson. It's a good question. It's a d- difficult one to answer, isn't it, um, Gurich? I suppose first. we don't know where the Klopp yeah. sees a future. It's whether you think that there should be a future for those two players. Perhaps the question. I I think both of them will end up leaving Liverpool in the summer. That's my hunch. Um, I've, I think I've been through the Harry Wilson thing quite a few different times before. He um, has done well out on loan at Derby, but I think it's a big difference when between doing well in the championship and doing well at the very highest level for Liverpool. I think he's clearly got talent, but I think he, he's probably lower Premier League, mid-Premier League is his level. Um, and, I, and I suspect that Liverpool will get a decent bid for him in the summer and let him go. Probably ditto Gruwich, really. I don't. I just don't see how Gruwich gets in that midfield. And I think if he was going to get in the midfield, he'd either got in already, but he's 22 now. Mm. Um, he's, Klopp really likes him, though, doesn't yeah. he? And he was his first signing. So, and Klopp he, doesn't yeah. say a lot of bad things about players, though, does he? He's well, not, no, but he's... He, no, he's, he, he's always one that praises players quite highly. And, and, and look, Gruwich just, to me, just doesn't seem mobile enough to, to play in that midfield. And, you know, and that, with, with Fabinho coming in, Cater, Oxlade-Chamberlain, and then Wijnaldum and Henderson and, uh, and Milner all being favourites of Klopp. I just can't see him getting him in the midfield next year. So, yeah, again, I think he's had a good loan out here to Berlin. I just think he'll have impressed and Liverpool will accept a decent bid and move him on. Theo, I'll just ask you about Gruwich. Yes or no? Will he be at Liverpool next season? Joe has already written him off. Um, I think he'll probably have another loan spell um, with James Milner's contract up. Is it a couple of years from now? It's the end of next season, yeah. Yeah, there's still that space there for him because he's still young enough to work his way into it. Um, but it's a case of every time he comes back for pre-season, he doesn't really take hold of that opportunity. And Jurgen Klopp has signed a lot of midfielders in his time at Liverpool. So while I'm not writing him off just yet, I think it, time moves on without him. So even if he does go on, out on loan, it's probably going to be a big ask for him to force his way in. Kiva, I'll ask you about Harry Wilson then. Can you see him being at Liverpool this time next year? I hope he is. He's shown so much potential and I wouldn't he's still really young where I wouldn't want want to see him just go and then I mean if he does go, get it like a bye 
buyback clause or whatever on him because he could. He's just one of them players who just he work his way and just like he annoys us and frustrates us because he's a player that we let go. I'd like to see him stay around. Gruich, like hear the Berlin fans think he's the best. Well, the coach has said he's the best midfielder in the world, didn't he, or something bizarre? So he said, didn't he say he's the best he's seen at the club? Mm. Like coach said. So they're really keen to keep him. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if he was to leave our midfield. We've got quite a lot of players, haven't we? So. I mean, I think I think Gruich might have a chance in the summer. I think it'd be, that'll be one where they'll see what he's like and then they'll just judge it from the end of that. But if someone comes in with a massive bid, I suspect he'll go. Same with Harry Wilson. I mean, there's some suggestion that Harry Wilson was you know, due to go to, well, certainly on loan to, to Leicester next season until Brendan Rodgers has come in and that's changed things a little bit there. I'm not sure Liverpool are so keen on uh, selling players to Brendan Rodgers, certainly youngsters anyway, given what, given what happened to him. I can't remember who was it up in Scotland. The, the, Charlie Bassano. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, he just mm. didn't, he didn't play. So there's that, but, you know, Harry Wilson's playing for Wales. He's playing international football. Gruwich, I think, plays, plays for his country. So I think if Liverpool do decide to cash in, I'd imagine that they would get a fur whack and... Let's be honest. I think Joe, you're right. If either of them were ever going to make it at Liverpool, they'd have probably had a bit more of a, a chance than now. Now, next question is from, and this is the problem with Twitter, is because no one has the proper names on it, really, do they? This is Mark S, and he says, "If Liverpool fail, and then he puts if in capitals, if Liverpool fail to win the Premier League and fail to reach the Champions League final, would this be classified as a failure?" Joe. Absolutely not. I, I always found that bizarre. No. He does, to be fair, he does say, for the record, I'd say it's nowhere near a failure. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think it's funny, actually, you never really, you probably don't enjoy the race enough, do you? I was talking to one of the lads in the office the other day, looking back at 2009, and you think of 08 09, I think it's a great season. And all right, they finished second, ultimately they, they slipped up 13, 14. I look at, back at that and think, what a great season that was, how, how many great moments there were. Yeah. This season, I don't know, it feels a little bit different, perhaps because Liverpool are at a different stage of their development, but it feels like there's a lot of pressure on them and, and there's a lot really? of Really, do you feel now. there's a lot of pressure? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I, don't, maybe, I might be wrong, but I just feel there's like... There's certainly none of that in the Champions League run last year. I never no, at any no. point, the entire thing, even the final itself, okay, maybe not the actual results, but yeah. everything else around it was pretty enjoyable but, from my point of view. But exactly, but you look back at last year and I think it was a great season. Enjoyed, enjoyed the Champions League nights, enjoyed... Enjoyed everything about that run. All right, the final didn't go Liverpool's way, but if, if Liverpool got to the final this year and, and it didn't go their way, I think you'd still look back at the run. You'd enjoy the trips to Munich and perhaps Porto and, and other places. So, yeah, it, it wouldn't be a success if they fall short. It would be a disappointment. Uh, sorry, it wouldn't be an unsuccessful season if they fall short. It would be a disappointment, but it'd still be a decent season. Kiva, do you agree with that? I'm ever positive as a Liverpool fan, so I always think, you know, even last season, get to the final, it was like, you know, it's getting there and those little memories of going the game, home and away, whatever games you get to, it's as a fan or whatever you're watching in the world, it's watching Liverpool, like, have really good results and we sort of forget that because we want to, we want to put it all together now and be like, give us the Premier League trophy, but, you know, if we don't get there and we do come second, we have to look back on the season. Okay, we won't be buying the DVD probably, but, you know, we'll look back Does and think... Do they still buy DVDs? I, I think so, do they? I don't know. You can't really I, download no, these kind of things, though, can know, you? You can't see stream, streaming, on, net, streaming on Netflix. They're on the channel, yeah. don't they? Club mm -hmm. channel. Watch all the goals from the season. I bought loads of DVDs in uni. Not just Liverpool, just various DVDs. But I don't buy them anymore. It's because you, 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 you don't watch Netflix. To. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but anyway, go back to your point. <laughs> I think obviously we've improved where we get in the Champions League. That remains to be seen, but we're likely going to come second or first in the Premier League. Now, last season we obviously got fourth, so you know that's already we built on last year. 
But as a fan, come on, we, that's what we want to see. We want to see us win. We want to be English champions. We've waited almost 30 years for this. So it would feel like a massive disappointment. But then when you look back as well, it'd feel like what great times we had. So, Theo, I'll put this to you. If Liverpool lose the league to Manchester City on goal difference by conceding a last-minute goal in a game that they win against Wolves and then lose on penalties to Manchester City in the Champions League final, would that be considered a successful season? I'm saying no matter what, it's an unsuccessful season. Unsuccessful? I'm being controversial. Because I say... You're uh, just saying that. (laughs) Well, no. Looking at 2008, 9 and 2013, 14, they've gone into the season not expecting to win the league. Uh, last season, you didn't expect... Oh, eight or nine? Do you not think that the, that was like, what, was the fourth year of Benitez? Yeah, but they finished, what, really fourth good year before, didn't they? Yeah, but they yeah, built but really lost, good They lost three or four games the season before. And they finished they, fourth last year. Yeah, but um, like oh, last year... <laughs> <laughs> last year, you weren't expecting to get the Champions League final either, but this, this year, the fans have gone in and you're expecting to have a proper go at the title. Um, so if you're going into that and you're falling short, whilst you're not getting those targets it is a failure ultimately isn't it because Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool they're supposed to be moving forward pushing on and well, it's not just move forward, wouldn't they hmm? if they finish second then surely that's well, moving it forward is, to set the same time say, like, it's we, the aim isn't it building, is that not just disappointment there's a difference between disappointment and unsuccessful I think if obviously what I the scenario that I just painted then would, it wouldn't, couldn't get much yeah. more disappointing no. than that <laughs> could it but that's not unsuccessful. Yeah, Nobody would say, oh, Liverpool have bottled it, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, well, hang on, they got about as far close as you could possibly get. And you know, they've already got more points than they did last season. There's still seven games to go. And no one was saying last season's league campaign was a failure. Well, my view is uh, this is probably their best chance to win the league title because Manchester City are going to strengthen and go even stronger again next year. Um, and you look at the players' ages as well. You get all the rumours now about Mane, Salah. And whilst I'm not saying they're going to go, it's sort of almost getting to that stage where you're running out of time to have the players all at the peak powers at the same time. If that makes sense. Well, and well, in an interesting segue, the next question from Ali and is is got RKO for all. I'm sure somebody can tell me what that actually means. Uh, he says, "Would some of our star players leave if we failed to win any trophies this season?" Oh, it's, a, it's a difficult question to answer because you define they, star player for a start. Um, Salah, Mane, Firmino, Van Dijk. Van Dijk. Alison, Robertson, Robertson, yeah, probably. Trent. Maybe not through quite, the entire yeah, team. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't say. I would say if someone's talking about star players, they're, they're probably the five. any players. Basically, if it, it's basically, but, I think it means any players because if you're not, if you if they win, if they don't win something, then you know what I mean. They could leave if they do win something. I, I, I don't think. I think with Liverpool, you can still get picked off by the two other clubs that that pretty much prey on every other club in the in the world, which is Barcelona and Real Madrid. And if they want one of your players and they've got the money and they they make a concerted effort to get them. Then you can then you can lose players. There's rumours about Mane, and I'm pretty sure Mane didn't grow up a Liverpool fan. So I'm pretty sure that if Real Madrid came calling, it would give give him something to think about. It's just up to the clubs to say no and to convince him to stay. But I mean, trophies will help. Sorry, my phone is. Joe, this happened last time I was on the podcast. <laughs> you just turn the vibration I, off your phone, I don't please. Know the trophies will help, but I don't I don't think they'll ultimately decide whether they stay or not. I think trophies will help in another way as well, like fans in terms of if Mane goes to Real Madrid, which we hope he doesn't, but if Liverpool won the Premier League or the Champions League, you let him go with a little bit more ease, yeah, don't definitely. you think? Yeah. Well, it's like they've done something. You know, there, we've done they, something. Yeah. He's cemented his legacy at Liverpool with the trophy because how many great players have we seen that haven't been able to do that? Definitely, definitely. Theo? Um, it, 
Marnie's probably the one you're most at risk from losing because he seems to be the one that on international duty goes away and makes a bit more noise about it. He's a bit more open to it. Um, but at the same time, they've all signed new contracts, haven't they, in the last year or so. Uh, they need silverware, but I think when Luis Suarez signed his extension, was it six months before he left, there was that feeling, well, it doesn't matter if Liverpool win the league or don't win the league this year, he's going in yeah. the summer. Yeah. So there's, it, there's not really that suggestion from any of the players this no, season. Is the, no. That talk usually has already started by now and it's rumbling along. Like how long did uh, fans have to put up with Coutinho? It's probably going to go Suarez before that. And so we haven't got to that stage yet. So I wouldn't see any of them leaving this summer. You're probably looking two, three years down the line, depending on continued success and where the Klopp's still in charge. Next question is from Dustin. And he says, a nice, easy question for everybody. Who are the couple of signings that could boost the squad for next season? And I know we've already written billions of stories speculating on this, but... Maybe not a couple, maybe one. I'll say one. Which one player it's could Liverpool sign? Um, that would, and it has to be a realistic one. Like, what? I'm not going to say, oh, Messi would do really well yeah. at Liverpool. You know what I mean? Yeah, he wouldn't but do badly. He would. yeah. he would be, that's yeah. exactly the position that Liverpool need as well, isn't it? So. You've stole my answer there. I was just waiting for... <laughs> <laughs> what position are you putting in, though? He's taking Salah on the right wing. No, he can play in behind the... the, the he can play where he's going well once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Messi can play. Sorry, Virg, you're not playing. Messi's going centre-back. Can I say two? Two that you can say two, but that okay. will press you on one. The first one that springs to mind, uh, I think, would really help the squad. Would just be Zaha. I think. Mm. I think he could. You know, they, they need backup for those front three. He, every time I've seen him play against Liverpool, he's looked very good. He's someone I think they could get, and he's just an exciting player, isn't he? And the other one that I think, if there was any chance he was available and affordable, and was up for it, I'd be all over getting Coutinho back. All over it. So yeah, I'd be all over getting Suarez back. Suarez, I oh, think yeah. he's a player yeah. in this sort of title race that would have made such a difference because he'd get those goals and you just saw at 13-14 how he was dragging the team over the line the same way Gerrard did at his peak um, and that's probably what Liverpool miss at the moment so yeah he's probably the one I'd go for where well, would you put him just, just judging by your logic with Messi that you don't want Messi <laughs> get Liverpool's team where does Suarez get in? number 10 position in a 4-2-3-1 really? No, I think he's got that. Messi's the same. Messi would fit in wherever, wouldn't he? You can Controversial. Controversial. But Suarez, you could have him up front either. Nobody's saying Ronaldo? No. He fancies it. Go on. May as well. No, let's get sensible. At least we win the Champions League. I know you have sensible answers, but I'm building up to Kiba. He was going to say Messi. Any sense? Messi. Could you please I, never sing again on this podcast? Sorry, Thanks. I'm a good singer. Do your accents though instead. Yeah. Yeah. What's your Spanish accent like? Um, I don't want to debut right now. Don't no. feel too comfortable. No, don't put it on the spot. Right. No, so be, um, he says, "Ask him a question." I do like that young lad from Ajax. De- delight. 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 How do we say it? Yeah. Just because I think obviously he's Dutch, isn't the Dutch he? Lad, and yeah. Centre back. He's young. Can mould him. The only thing is, obviously, I'd like to see Joe Gomez in that position for the rest of. How long are you planning on living? I haven't had any lunch, sorry. And how long is he planning on playing? Forever. <laughs> hey, centre-backs get to a good agent, they say forever. Um, anyway, either him or we've been linked with Visco as well. And do you know what? That's just like would oh, be a, player, a dream come true because we've been linked from. Well, there's a dance back so at Real long. Madrid now and he's a big yeah. fan of Visco. So yeah. I think that, that particular book But I do sales. think... The way you spoke to say Coutinho and Suarez, they are actually really feasible because Barcelona this summer are going to look to get a lot of a lot of people. Do you, re- out. Do you really think Coutinho's? Sorry, do you really think Coutinho's feasible? I don't because I don't think Liverpool would pay the money it it would take. What would you? To, what would I pay? Yeah, I haven't got the money. 
Um, uh, if Liverpool paid, I, I think Liverpool paid 80 million for him, you'd be absolutely made up with that. 140 sold for, and then you get 80. I don't think they'd so, pay 80 million but, for but him because it, it completely goes against everything that they've you know, stood for over no, the past I, I, few I, years. The recruitment, and I, I don't look back anymore. No, no, I agree, but uh, I think. He says, you know, he says, yeah. well, I want to sign Suarez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree, but I, I think, you know, they looked, they, they looked for a creative midfielder in the summer and they, they, they obviously tried to sign Fakir and Coutinho was that for Liverpool and I think he, you know how good he can be, so nope, I'd be all over him. I'm going to say nobody having Lanzini from West Ham. No. Sure? No. no. Philippe Anderson from West Ham. Not, Actually, Felipe, I, I tell you what, Felipe Anderson is a very good show, but, but I think he's going to go to Man United, isn't he's he? He's been a bit hot and cold, hasn't he, recently? He's he plays for West great, Ham, what do you expect? <laughs> oh, no, but... I don't know. Don't You're know. not having that? So I, any others? Not I, thought, I thought Zaha was a good shout. Yeah, Zaha. Zaha's a good shout, yeah. but... Is that basically the position that Liverpool need to, more than anything else? Is not so much that Pro- number 10 not. role, but somebody can play across the front three, because it's a very unusual yeah. situation where whoever comes in knows they're not going to play every game. Yeah, very difficult, isn't it? And that's why I think Liverpool face quite a difficult summer because you know they, they they don't have quite the Man City money of just throwing wages at everyone, but they've got to convince players. You know, they get linked with Werner. It's funny, isn't it? Link with, link with Werner, but he's one of the best young forwards in in Europe. Does he really want to come to Liverpool where he's not guaranteed to play? Wouldn't he prefer to go? But he shouldn't to, say, be guaranteed wherever he goes. He'll he shouldn't be guaranteed to play. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know yeah. But even then, you but, could say he's not guaranteed to play at Bayern. Like, who's yeah. going to take Lewandowski's place? For anybody, I'm judging what he was like against Liverpool. Yeah, I, I think I think Bayern have probably got a plan to move him on, haven't they? By the looks of things, but I, look at no yeah, Marco Royce, no Mario Götze. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Right, no, next question. Okay. Come. We were going to get through without the F word. Thank you very much. Next question. I'll start with you, Kiva. Nizza, don't think it's his real name, uh, says, what's the future hold for Lovren and will Klopp sell and do you think that he'll dip into the market in the summer for a centre-half? Well, I've just said that. I feel like we should because... That's why I've asked you first. Obviously, Matip's done a great job the past few weeks with Lovren being out. Lovren's obviously played for Croatia, didn't he? So he looks like he's got his way back to fitness, which is great, what we need on the on the run-in. But I feel like we need, obviously, Joe Gomez has struggled with a few injuries and stuff, and he looks to be coming back as well. But I feel like we need a more permanent sort of third-choice centre-back. Obviously, if you're going with Van Dijk and Gomez, I feel like we need someone in there who's just going to be reliable. Maybe a youngster like Delight or someone, you know, a little bit older. I like the way you call him Delight. Yeah. If he came to Liverpool, every better. scouser in yeah. Liverpool would call him Delight, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so Delight. What's his first it name? It would be delightful. Is it Matthias? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so the first half of that when, question was, would you sell Lovren? Yes. Oh. If we can get a good... I mean, it wouldn't even matter about the fee. I think if we're bringing someone in, then a lot of people would say keep him for his experience and stuff, but... It's kind of one of them players who's just He was in the of... top five defenders in, in the world last year, don't forget, according to him. Did he tell you? I yeah, was yeah. going to say, did he tell you that? Um, yes, I'm not massively fussed if he stays or goes, to be honest. Um, I don't know when his contract's up either. Do you know that? It's oh, not no time soon, so no they get money soon. for him. I mean, keep him about, but... I'd want some... He's got to make for Mo. To, yeah, yeah. You know, he can Challenge. put the mighty record. He doesn't exactly, seem like yeah. he'd mount like a Hope serious. I'm going to be Van Dyke's partner. Do you know what I mean? Am I, I the only like person? Bit... By the way, am I the only person who's terrified of Mighty Red? I genuinely think he's a, he or it is a is a very scary proposition. 
We're talking about the mascot here. The Are you saying you want them as the fourth choice centre back? No, I thought you were saying that you would oh, put get Lovren to dress up, yeah. dress up as him. But no, I'm not having that at all. Theo Lovren, yes, no, sell. Um, keep Lovren, sell Matip. Oh, he's been controversial today, isn't he? I'd probably, I'd probably air towards that with Theo and sell Lovren. I think I still think Lovren's the better of the two centre halves. Um, but I, I think if Liverpool do, I think they should buy a centre half in the summer. One of those two has to make way because you're not going to sell Gomez the best years of his career ahead of him. And but if Liverpool do have a, not so much a limited budget, but they're certainly, by all accounts, not going to spend the amount of money that was spent in the last couple of transfer windows, they're not going to splurge it all on a centre-back, are they? No, got no so they're many. not. No. So they might start, try and sign a younger player, I don't know. But if if one of those two faces get knocked down the peck and all, they're, they're going to have to go for their own careers, aren't they? So. So I think when we were talking about centre-backs in January, um, Gary Cahill was one of the names that came up, not saying that he should be an option, but you need that experienced centre-back to sit and be a reserve option like Colo Toro was. Well, Dejan Lovren with the injury record, he's probably almost getting to that stage where he can be that experienced fourth choice offering a bit more to the squad without having to rely on him every week. Now, Rasmus Brinder, who I'm assuming is pronounced like that, he may be from Denmark because his question is, let's start with you, Theo, could Christian Eriksen be the midfielder Klopp is missing? Yes, he could, but he won't be. <laughs> <laughs> I think that pretty much ends yeah, that question. Like, Sorry, mate. <laughs> He's a great say, player. I'd, I'd have to say no. You don't like him, do you? No. What's wrong really. with him? Well, for, apart from the obvious. Who does he play for? Uh, well, no, yeah. yeah but but he, now I've always thought he's, 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 better, he's better than I thought he was, but he's not as good as many people think. I always thought he was one of those players that I, I couldn't believe that no one else had to go for him at the time. Tottenham got him quite cheap, wasn't it? It was like 13 million. It's ridiculous, time. yeah. And... Um, well, I, some, I, think it's great I mean, there was, there was some suggestion that Real Madrid were interested until Zidane's gone back, and now it's going to exist again. So, yeah, exactly. So, there perhaps is a reason why Eriksen hasn't gone to a better team than than Tottenham. Although we, you know, Pochettino ends up at United, which is now looks completely unlikely. I thought you might have gone there with him as well. Nope. No, you're not, not. you're not saying that. You're not saying that Liverpool should go for him. Uh, or, sorry, is he the kind of midfielder Klopp is missing? Was the question. He's not like, yeah, probably, probably, he probably is the type of midfielder because they need the creative midfielder. Um, he's only got a year left on his contract, I think, this summer. Um, so, he, so he might move on, but I just don't think Liverpool would have to make a massive bid for him. Tottenham wouldn't sell to a rival. No, I can see Spurs. So, so I just think that would. Yeah, and if they did, I feel like it would be United or someone like that. I don't feel like he's. I see him at a Chelsea. Yeah, he's a good player, Ooh, but he's a to great to Chelsea. player. They wouldn't just, like that. He's not a Liverpool player. Some players, you, I mean, if it came, Greece, he, yeah. but some players, you just know, they just, yeah. Just on that though, I think Liverpool do need to establish themselves as that type of club who can go to Tottenham. And well, say, they've, they've taken Oxlade-Chamberlain, they did that yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with, with Arsenal. Arsenal. And you've got, to, you've got to keep doing Arsenal that. Arsenal always sell though, don't they? Well, they do now, they never used to. Well, going think, back to what, Van Persie? Well, yeah. Henri well, even, yeah. he just went, didn't he, to Barca? Well, he was meant to go, remember, he was meant to go that, after that final and then he lost his rag and just went, now I'm staying for a bit and then ended up staying for another year. Man United will buy Harry Kane at some point. Yeah. I'm convinced of it. That, that's, that's absolutely definitely happening. I also think they'll sign Felipe Anderson yeah. as well. And I, and I think Liverpool need to be in that position where they can, if they really want to be a top, top, top club, they need to be able to do that and pick players from But Liverpool rivals. have got in a position now where they're not getting their best players picked yeah, off. Like yeah. Chelsea took Torres and City took Sterling yeah. and Arsenal tried to take Suarez. They're not really in that position now, are they? No, no. And I'd just like to like them to do it the other way around a bit more often. That's why I, I was pleased when they signed Oxide Chamberlain because it kept Arsenal sort of below them, didn't it? The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Next question is from Gav Bailey, who that will be his real name. Unfortunately, his question is this. With reports of Barcelona looking to offload Coutinho, do you think you see him back at Liverpool? Kiwi, yes or no? I know we've just kind of gone around this, but... I think I'll always love Coutinho. But so do you, would he... you like to see him back? <clears throat> yeah, because there have been games this season where we have... We've missed a player like Coutinho, say. They've been few and far between, but there have been that little spark, some games where you think, who could we bring on or who could be playing now that would just take the ball and take the game by the scruff of the neck. I think sometimes we've got too many good players who all sometimes can't just do have that moment of magic. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I feel like he was that player where sometimes it, that can be the opposite as well. Sometimes we depended on him a lot too much, didn't we? But... Yeah, definitely. I could see him back. So the question was, would you like to see him back? And I think you're going to say yes. Oh, I'm going to... <laughs> Joe, I know yours is already yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I would, like to see I would like to see him. I would like to see him back, but no, he's never going to come back. I'm thinking at the moment, no, but that's only because of his performances for Barcelona and how he was in his last six months at Liverpool. And I know that's because... He was good in his last six months for Liverpool? Offensively, his last months, yes. His last six months, were, that was his best ever form for Liverpool? Offensively, yes, months. but Klopp was putting him left wing, wasn't he? Because he didn't really trust him in that midfield three. Um, and you see Shakiri, he's not that chance in that midfield three, has he? Because Klopp wants a bit more stability there. He wants um, to have... Like, but that doesn't say anything about Coutinho. That just says a lot about the type of setup Klopp prefers, does it not? Yeah, but then it's like, well, how would you fit him in then? Because you've got to start him. And if you're not going to have him in that midfield three, you're not going to drop one of the front three to put him on the left. But he comes in and battles like he did before, and I'd, I'd have him back at a heartbeat. You Next like. question. Next question. Your 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 name checked in this, Joe. Says, do you think uh, Klopp will always prioritise the Premier and League and Champions League and neglect both the FA Cup and League Cup in seasons to come? I always feel it's an opportunity missed. Not going for those trophies. I know Joe Rimmer won't agree with that. So let's ask Joe Rimmer. Yes, he will. Next. You think he will? Always prioritise Premier League. And yeah. Champions. Yes, because of course he should. So you think he's still going to neglect, as it's been said, the FA Cup and League Cup? It's not that he neglects them, doesn't he? But I, I think, I honestly think one of the reasons the FA Cup suffers, the League Cup will always be the League Cup, and all there we people go. is because it comes around, <laughs> it comes around the busiest time of the year when squads are absolutely knackered. They've just finished Christmas, they're looking ahead to the Champions League. They've finished Christmas and they they come into it and they're knackered. So he's going to make a lot of changes. When you say they are all these squads, there's only at the most four, maybe five teams going to be in the Champions League at that stage. No, but. The top teams mm. are very, very, at the time, very, very busy, aren't they? They tend to have, some of them are in the, the semi-finals of the League Cup. They've all played a lot over Christmas. They've got the Champions League or, or European competition coming up. And the FA Cup just drops down the pecking order because, of course, it does. It always will. And um, they should just just shut it all down. Okay. Just stick the FA Cup. <laughs> there we go. Stop. Stick I'm the gonna FA have to, Cup I'm in I'm going to have to interrupt you and ask a sensible person a question. Um, so, <laughs> do, Theo, do you feel as though, the question that says, is Klopp always going to neglect the FA Cup and League Cup? Uh, neglect's not the right word. I'd say he's prioritising the league and the Champions right. League. Do you think that's right then? Yes, obviously. Those are the trophies that you want to win. I think the one year Liverpool didn't is because they'd already fallen away in the league. And I don't think Dalglish even had Europe in 11-12, where they went all out for the Cups, won the League Cup, got to the FA Cup final, but then had that miserable end to the league season with only won like three games in the final three months or something. Um, and it cost Dalglish his job. Uh, you'd rather win the Premier League, you'd rather win the Champions League. So why sacrifice them to say, oh, I'm going to rest players before the FA the Cup reason, third isn't, round? Isn't this the reason, Kiva, though, why they've got these massive squads? 
that they can play this all these players. This is what I was just thinking because Man City have obviously had they've had some good runs. You know the teams that they've had have always well, been. The draws like, have been. They've been you know jammy, quite yeah, fortunate. Yeah. But I'd say their squad depth is a lot better than ours, and that's why they've progressed so well. And obviously some fortunate draws as well. But us when maybe next year will be the year or the year after where our squad depth will be that good, where Klopp can you know, depend upon the sort of the players on the periphery of the squad and let them do a job. They failed to do a job against Chelsea and they failed against Wolves. So, you know, it wasn't the worst thing to happen. A lot of fans would take that. But when it was, you know, we were going out to Wolves, you obviously, as a Liverpool fan, you're going, hang on a minute, like we want to go through here. But you're going out and then you think, you know, look at the, the positives. We can focus on the Premier League and Champions League. And I think Klopp will, I think it's unfair to say he'll, you know, always prioritise them and he won't like, because I think he does respect these trophies. But at the same time, there's bigger fish to fry always. The thing is, Donnie, you said this is why they've got these squads. They use their squad. They did. Yeah, I know. And, and it, they just, squad wasn't good enough. Well, then look who they had playing for. Well, they, well they yeah, had two, yeah, yeah. They had two tough draws. Yeah. That, that, yeah the, 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 it was the worst possible draw was. I know we've yeah. done this before, but to play a decent uh, league, uh, Premier League team away from home in the third round, yeah a team that didn't really have to make a lot of changes because they were safe where they were and then they realised that you know, Wolves have gone for it in the FA Cup and oh, what a surprise in the semi-final. Yeah. We and got then, beat by Chelsea, they went to the final, we got beat by Wolves and then in the semi-final, yeah. likely it'll be Wolves, I think, in the final with City. So, you know, it's it's not the worst thing in the world to lose to maybe two potential finalists, is it? Wolves and English football would be a great final. <laughs> and English football is so much tougher as well because if City win the quadruple this year, it's the first English team to ever do it. Mm. Um, Treble, it won't, by the way. They won't, but yeah. I don't think. And treble-wise, what? United were the last team in England in 99. Liverpool obviously did it in 84. Um, when was the last time someone won the double as well? Like you ca- occasionally get an English side who's won, like I think United won Premier League and Champions League, but it's a lot more common, say, Barcelona doing it, Inter Milan have yeah, done it, Bayern yeah, do it. Yeah. It doesn't happen in English football because it's more competitive. So the managers have got to focus on the primary tournaments and that does seem why they're neglecting these cup competitions. But it's just because of that added edge to it all. Next question from Greenfields Benny, lovely name. Uh, he's basically, or she, is asking, who's the best young talent coming through the ranks and will they displace any thoughts for signings in the summer? Now, I've obviously seen a lot of the under-23s and under-18s. I'd say the three players that stand out, you're looking at Curtis Jones, who only at the weekend won an award for player of the tournament for playing for England under-18s in Dubai. Uh, looking at Rian Brewster and also Adam Lewis, who is a... a a left-back by trade, though he can't play in midfield. And I think those three, the progress, Liverpool keep an eye on it over the next few months, but one of those three could end up saving Liverpool a little bit of money in the transfer market. Joe, do you agree? Yeah, I think so. I, I really like Curtis Jones. Mm. From what I've seen of him, I think he looks a really good player. Face I big... think he's only 18 yeah. as well, and not, not that long 18 either. Yeah, he's been around challenge. for ages, hasn't mm. he? Mm-hmm. He looked really good in the summer in the friendlies, and just, he's got... What he's got on his side, he's quite tall and, and strong. And, and I think, let's face it, you need to be physically able to compete with the the, the players in the Premier League. And, and I think he's he's got that. My worry with Brewster is he's very small, slight. He's obviously had these injury problems. So he needs to come in and do something really special if he's going to nail down a place. So I, I think... I think Klopp really likes him though, doesn't he? And I know yeah. I know he's been in and around, but well, he's been training with the first team for the, for the best part of two years now, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So you look at um, the England squad at the moment, they've got what, hudson Adoy in it, they've got Sancho in it. They were in the same World Cup winning side as Brewster. Yeah. So the talent's obviously in that age group. 
uh, it's just a bit different being the striker, isn't it? Because yeah. there's a lot of pressure for him to come on and get the goals if mm. Salah or Firmino aren't performing. Definitely, definitely. And he, and he had that terrible injury, didn't he? So, but Curtis Jones is the one that I've seen. I haven't seen enough of Bruce, I wouldn't say, to to really have a, a strong opinion on him. But because but the only problem then, for Curtis Jones, he, he's a problem position in terms of it's hard to get in and be a make it as a midfielder I think in the Premier League I think he's, been, got to be very, very special. He's, been, he's been playing on the left of a front three mm. so he has been playing in various positions so obviously Liverpool are just trying him out and seeing where, where he's best at and he did score and set up a couple of goals recently for the under 23s at uh, I think it was Derby I think it was Derby anyway and uh, he was you know, basically got told that he needed to start attacking more because he's got this physique and he's got the power and because he's been used to playing in midfield more cautious game he's been told to just you know let himself just express himself a bit more I mean Kiva is there any players of any on other than the ones we've mentioned already that uh, you think Bobby Duncan I think he's worth really? a show yeah it's he's bit, scored a bit about early a thousand for goals yeah. hasn't he well Powell Glatzel's scored more goals yeah I, I think because he's I don't know, he's a local lad, isn't he? Just someone who, obviously, I think he's only like 18, as he name himself, so he's got a few years yet to um, come forward. Maybe we'll be talking about him in a couple of seasons' time. So basically you're saying there's there's none other than those three that possibly could, could, in terms of this summer. Woodburn, you possibly could, actually, because he's someone who's kind of been forgotten a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah, but he's um, obviously had a good international break with Wales. He got the goal last week. Um, Ryan Giggs has come out and said it's amazing just the lift that gave him. He's had a very difficult season, 18 months. So it's going to be a very important pre-season for him to see whether he can force his way back into Klopp's plans or get another loan deal. But he's still only, what, 18, 19 and you look at Harry Wilson now where there's that glamour about him potentially getting a chance. But it's a similar boat there because when remember when uh, Wilson made his Wales debut, that was what, when he was 16? So that was two, three years ago and he went away, came back into the mix. So perhaps the same thing can happen with Woodburn. And he was the most exciting one out of that age group at the time. Like it wasn't Curtis Jones who was getting his debut, become the youngest Liverpool goal scorer. Woodburn's obviously got the talent. It's just whether they can get him back on the right path. What well, was the question to bring them in this summer? Yeah, basically, would Liverpool save any? Basically, would save? Would they save any money this summer through one of the youngsters coming through? So your answer was probably going to be no, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But no, I don't think any of them are quite ready. Yeah, yeah I think the only one I could do is Adam. Adam Lewis, possibly, 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 possibly. He's not played a single. he's not played a single game of first team football. Is it? Are they going to use him as left back? I just can't see it. And we'll burn. I think it's a, it's, just, it's a shame that we haven't sort of got a player that we think. Yeah, perhaps so. I think they've got, got good players. I just think they're they, a little mention, too early. They didn't mention Rafa Tomacho, for example. No, and he has played a couple no. of times for the first team. Uh, next question then, Sam Munro, who asks, assuming, uh, presumably we win every game, will City slip up at some point, we being Liverpool? Joe, are Manchester City going to win all of the remaining Premier League games this season or late? If Liverpool win all the remaining games, I think City will slip up. Hmm. But I think the the problem is, I think Liverpool will slip up. I don't see the side winning all all of their games. So it never happens. It never happens. It never ever happens. People, I think, are guilty of looking ahead towards the fixture list and and, and almost assuming only one of the two sides will slip up. They'll both slip up. The problem is, it's who slips up more, isn't it? I think Arsenal had some insane finish in 2002 with the one something like 14. 10 or 11. Was it 14? That, that's yeah. the record, 14. Yeah, 14. But um, if Man City is to win the remaining eight games, that would be 14. That would be 14. Yeah. So that, that shows you how difficult it is. Whether Liverpool or City will slip up. Um, the, 
they're both going to slip up, aren't they? They're um, competing in the Champions League. City have got the FA Cup. There's so many games there. And it's this stage of the season where the team's at the bottom end of the table. They've got to get a bit more fire in the bellies. There's so much to play for. Um, out of Liverpool's remaining fixtures, I think we're only saying Huddersfield probably have nothing to play for yeah. when it comes around. And then maybe Wolves, just because they'll have one eye on the FA Cup final if they get there and it's the last day. But then you're relying on the title race to go on to the last day. So, Would you take that? Would everybody take that? The title race going to the last day? No. Absolutely. No. <laughs> Not for me heart. <laughs> yeah. it, Come it on. Would be, it would be horrible. You got through Istanbul, didn't you? Depends if it's an official last day or like last time where, oh, it's gone to the last day, but City are going to win it. It would be absolutely horrible, but I'd take it going to the last day right now because it would mean they're right in the mix. Yeah, also I think, mean that we get loads of hits on our website as well. <laughs> <laughs> we don't think like that. I we think <laughs> if City are to slip up, I think it's going to be against Tottenham after they've knocked Tottenham out of the Champions League. I think that game comes after, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or obviously United because they're rivals. But Palace awake. They're not, they're I feel not like that could be the game there, because they? remember when we got beaten in the League Cup final and then we beat City at home. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes defeating Chelsea the Cup well. can mm-hmm. have that weird effect. Yeah. So. Brendan Riley, by the way, he's our next question. He's got his finger on the pulse. Joe, I'll ask you this. Given Spurs have abandoned plans for a fromagerie, does Liverpool Football Club have any ambitions to become the leading cheese purveyor in the Premier League? That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? I, I would be nice, but I, I don't think... I think we can rule that out It's, it's, it's £5 a pint, though, which... Is it? In London. That's, that's actually quite not that bad. But <laughs> yeah. I think a bag of sweets was £4.50, so people were saying, get the kids on the Amstel, I think is what they were mad. saying. But, um, which, you know... Is that anyway, be a good idea. Is that the only <laughs> that cheese-related was... question of all of them? Because you uh, did say there was a cheese-related question. I did say there was. A che- I've missed one of them out. Yeah, but that, that's oh, right. that's another that one. cheese another, one from I'm, Christian Walsh. No, the cheese one from Christian Walsh was what's your favourite cheese with a swear word in it as well. So uh, Comte. So, it's what? Sorry, Comte. You had Comte. No, it's very good. Recommend it. Not not one from Chelsea. You play for Leicester. No, no, not Antonio. I'm not a big cheese fan. I'm controversial <sighs> again. <laughs> I love all the cheese. You love all, all the, the cheeses. cheeses? All the cheese. All the cheese. Every single cheese. Top three favourite cheeses? Mm. You can't differentiate between oh, them because they're all so good. It's what you basically want to say. Wensleydale, number one, or Cranberries. That just makes me think of Wallace Stilton. and Gromit. <laughs> Stilton. And Bray, just because it's... Fair enough. It's chill. It's chill? Yeah. Brilliant. Word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Chris Tibbs... And this is, that's, I'm assuming that's his real name as well. All of the talk this week has been about the return of Oxlade Chamberlain, but given his lack of match fitness, do you think that Lalana could prove more, have more of an impact during the running, given his recent outings, Joe? Absolutely. Yeah, I think, I think, I think we'll see Oxlade Chamberlain a handful of times, but. That'll be it, won't it? Yeah, I don't think he's going to come gonna, in and make a massive difference. It's not happening. He's not going to be starting against Spurs, for example. It's just. It's a long time out, isn't it? And you've got to build your fitness up slowly. I saw a bit of the Derby game the other week and whilst he had a few decent touches, he still looked a long way from match fitness. So I think I think it'll take time. And I think the wrong approach is to put too much pressure on him. So um, it'll just be good to see him involved, even if it's in a small part. And you never know, he could have a could have a say in the title race or the Champions League from off the bench or something like that. That's one where he might get his first start against Wolves when the Premier League's already been won and they've got a Champions League final to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to Lallana then, I mean, do you feel as though he's not so much going to be, I'm not going to say he's going to be like a new signing because he's been there for years and people don't like it when people say that. However, he's hardly featured this season and he's become this kind of extra option, hasn't he, for Klopp? Yeah, definitely. Um, We saw the impact he's had in the last couple of games and it's quite nice to have that option there 
with him actually playing in that preferred midfield role. Like all the criticism he's had this season is when he's been brought on left wing, right wing, and that's not really his game. It was when um, Klopp first took over because Liverpool didn't have the quality options there. So now to have that attacking option in the midfield three it makes such a difference at a time when people are saying Liverpool don't have creativity in midfield and leading the press and everything. It could be that added energy they need for what's going to be a very intense run of games. Lana, yay or nay? Yay. I feel like he's done all right, hasn't he, in the past couple of games he's had. And it's just, <laughs> just, look so it's just a good yeah. option. I'm more are thinking about Oxlade-Chamberlain. Are you still thinking about Alison Becker as well? <laughs> no, can I just say about Oxlade-Chamberlain, I would, I would try cheese. and preserve him and get, his, get him fit for next season. As a piece of cheese? I'm not, like Joe said, he might... Don't know what you're going on about. It. <laughs> yeah, but, you know he might come and score the winning goal and we win us the league title. You don't know. That would be amazing. But I'd rather start next season with a fully fit Oxley Chamberlain. Like I know he would have missed the whole season, and you know I think he will feature a couple of times. But imagine starting next season. That'd be like a new signing. I'll put it out there. He needs uh, five Premier League appearances for a winners' medal. Well, I was about to ask you because we've had this before. <laughs> yeah. We've had the conversation before. So if Oxley Chamberlain comes on against Wolves, scores the winner, they win the league, and it's his only appearance, he won't get a. They'd get him like a special one, but he wouldn't officially be warranting one. And any other players we think that can, this is not a question, just I'm asking. Does that mean that Mignolet won't get a winner's winner's medal? Does he not get one? No. So sub goalkeepers never get one. There's so many to give out. Yeah, that's right. But they have to go to the coaching staff as well, don't they? It's like the Champions League. They get so many. They'd have to pay for it themselves. Stuart Taylor, who was at City for years, wasn't he? Sitting on the bench. He didn't get any winner's medals. Well, not officially, but I would imagine that City perhaps recompensed him in some way. So and there's one for like injured players. They'll sometimes ask for like a special yeah. one from. So I think Alan Smith got probably got a special one for the League Cup. You know, when he, after he'd broken his leg, that's a really obscure example to put out there. <laughs> are, are there any yeah, other yeah. players then who we feel could make an impact in the last couple of weeks? There's two that spring to mind straight away, Joe. I'll ask you about one that you're often worried about him, and that's Naby Keita. Do you feel as though he, you know, there was some story knocking around at the weekend that he's he's on his way, which as far as we're concerned is not true. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think. To be honest, I think there'll be one or two different players that, that make their impact now. Because there are, we've mentioned Oxide chamberlain Joe Gomez got mentioned. We've just said Lalana. There's still Shakiri and Ke- There's five players. Straight away. in there if you want. Or Origi. Well, Origi, Origi's another one. So there's well, six. Origi's there's already six, had there's, impact, Yeah, exactly. That, but there's six the thing, that, storage probably this too. is where Liverpool's squad that we spoke about before is making a bit more of an impact because Klopp hasn't really been wanting to change his team too much in recent weeks, has he? I suppose it's one of them, isn't it? It's, it's, it's your luck. If they win the league, you'll look back. And if they storage will move on the summer, if they sell a Rigi, you'll look back and say, you know, they had a huge say in Liverpool winning the title because it'll be that close. Um, and I think Casey, yeah, I think I think he probably will make an impact at some point. I, I still think you can clearly see there's a player in there. It's just coaxing it out of him and getting his confidence up and fra- perhaps finding a role in the team for him. Um, but if, if you had to pick one of those six or seven that we've mentioned, you know, Lallana, Rigi included in them, which one would you say perhaps could make the most impact over the next six or seven weeks? Lallana. You hungry, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. Lallana. It's all the cheese talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Theo, one player, which one would you pick? I reckon Origi. I think Origi as well, by the way. I think Origi. I think he's he looks like he's got a little bit something about him at the moment. I thought he did quite well when he came on against Fulham. Made an impact against in Bayern. He helped set up the, the third goal. And of course, he's got that goal against Everton under his belt, which I don't think anyone will ever forget that. So he's somebody, I mean, 
I'm going to go with Joe and Lalana just because it didn't sound so enthusiastic about him. But I really, I really <laughs> actually am. Better. And I feel yeah. like Adam Lalana is a great footballer. And um, he's, yeah, he's, it'd just be great to see him continue to have the brief impact he's had in the past couple of games for the rest of the season. A couple of questions left. Uh, Craig Dargy, or Dargy, I don't know how you pronounce that, but he says Milner or Moreno in the first leg in Porto, against Porto. Oh, God. Milner. <laughs> Milner? It's going to have to be Milner, isn't it? Yeah, I think Milner all day. has to be Milner. And also, another transfer-related question. Because of the expected outgoings, how many players, not names, but how the number of players, how many players do you think Liverpool should sign in the summer or may have to sign? Um, how long is a piece of cheese? Cheese <laughs> <laughs> strings, very good. Yeah. Well, I like um, that. I'll make a note of the date. You said something yeah. funny. Um don't think too hard. I'll ask Theo. Five How many or six? Six. Five or six. Five or six. Sorry, but that's including like a subkeeper. I'm just trying to think. Centre half striker, probably four. Four left back. Yeah. I think I think five maybe. But I think you're right. I think one of them will be a subkeeper who they won't spend an absolute fortune on. I'll go with three. Have you just <laughs> have you just made <laughs> the number off the top of your head? Have I'm you just not hungry even, now. You're just hungry. Well, because we've been speaking about cheese and. I haven't had any lunch, which I've said you twice. You still haven't had any lunch? No, working too hard. Yeah, you are. Hmm. You must have hidden it quite well. Uh, and final question mm. then. Yeah. Final question then is from David Delaney, who says, from the Legends team, who would you most like to go out for a pint and curry with? Oh, we've already answered this. Daniel Lager. Daniel Lager. I'd love, this, a, I'd love this... a pint with Daniel Lager. I, I just think he, he's, he's cool, isn't he? And I think we'd be into the same things. He, he, I bet he likes nice beer. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Fowler? God, isn't he? No, we know that James Pierce is no. God. So yeah, and after him is well the main God, Stephen Gerrard. You can't not, and uh, it's so obvious to say. But come on, who wouldn't want a pint with Stevie? Am I allowed to add a question once we've done all these? Well, we've done I, them now, so you can ask a question. Yeah, um, Sean and I had this conversation during the Legends game. You said it was nice seeing some of these legends back, like um, Cisse, Samitza, and you think, oh, we've got fonder memories of them because they've scored in these cup finals because they've had those impacts in games. So then out of the current squad, who do you want to see score a winner in a Champions League final or win the Premier League? Jordan did, Anderson did, just did, to shove it up. We've, had this question, we've said this before. <laughs> we've had yeah. something like that. Who would you like to see score the goal? And um, Do you know what? Right now, I'd like Salah to score a goal. If, if, say if Liverpool got to the Champions League final, I'd love to see him score a winner or, or in the league because just because there seems to be so much scrutiny of him and pressure on him and it doesn't matter how good he is, he never seems to be good enough. So I'd love him to do that. I'd love him to score the winner so that perhaps made him believe in himself a little bit more, as strange as that sounds. Because sometimes you look at him and he could score, he scores 44 goals and if he doesn't get his 45th, it looks like the world's on his shoulders. So. I mean, I must admit, I quite like to see Alison Becker score the winner. That would make my writing of the analysis fairly straightforward, I have to say. I want to know who Doyley would arrange to go out for a pint with and not turn up with. And not turn up with. Oh yeah, uh, do, do, do the Christian Walsh, yeah. Do the, uh, do the Ian Doyle. No, I never, I never, no, I, hang on, I was there Christmas. Yeah, I think you'll find that I was. Which other Christmas have you missed though? You've missed a few. Well, none that were have said that I was turning up. Let's put it that way. So go on, who would you not turn up for a pint with? Um, none of them. None, none of them? them. Not a pick, single legend? Yeah, no, I can't, no, none of them. No. Come on, Come you on. would. Um, you would. I'm trying to think. Fowler's not a bad shout. Well, to be fair, I've had drinks with some of them. I don't want to name drop, so... Jude Law. Mm. Yes, Jude Law, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, he'd never played for Liverpool. Just though. say James no. Pearce. James Pearce. I've done that, you see. I've even shared a room with James Pearce. That's not advisable, I have to say. 
on that bombshell then we shall finish <laughs> this question answer session uh, join us later this week where we'll look ahead to finally uh, the proper football starting again when Liverpool entertain Tottenham Hotspur and the run into the Premier League and Champions League starts in earnest cheerio you've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo